7: Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Bunkley, and uh, we are very, very proud to be part of the Salem Media Group. Well, Miss Laura, Mrs. Laura, Ms. Laura, whatever you want to say about Laura, let me just tell you what, that lady, that lady last night, she, she, man, she just, She just gripped her. She closed her fists, both fists. Uh, She put that look on her face, and she gritted her teeth. And I want to tell you what, that that Grand Dom slammed, and I mean slammed into the Louisiana Bayou over the early evening into the early mornings. And I want to tell you that it is probably the worst-case scenario if you live in an area where you're about to get a very strong Cat 4. She, in fact, did. She did not lose strength. As I was tracking the Republican National Convention, as well as uh, our folks over at the Weather Channel, they were very clear that oftentimes as a big one or a small one, in terms of a hurricane, begin to get closer to land. Sometimes they can come down in strength as those outer bands begin to get affected. There's friction. It's not like over the water where it's just spinning. And uh, you, we, you you could watch this. You could watch the thunderstorms right around the eye. I mean, that eye was so clearly defined. And um, at the 8 o'clock hour or so, we not only had our Hurricane Hunter planes, uh, plane from here in Lakeland, who was on that particular plane's second mission into Hurricane Laura. Uh, We also had an Air Force uh, Hurricane Hunter plane, and they were zigzagging each other into that storm. So imagine when you get a storm when the sun has set. It's one thing if you are hunkered down and a storm hits at uh, 12 to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And you've got another six hours of daylight. When it is nighttime, it is ominous. I can remember when I was a little boy. Back in the 1960s. Grew up not far from the Hillsborough River here in Tampa. On St. Isabel Street. And I can remember the night when Hurricane Donna came through our area. And at that time... Many years ago, we were living in a frame house, which so much of Tampa at that time was frame houses, a frame house that was set on the concrete pilings, and it was a well-built house. Nothing happened to our house. But I remember as we were gathered in the room opposite the winds coming in, my dad was was uh, he was a smart guy, and uh, he was a guy that was on top of it. And we did, he did a lot of preparations, but I remember as a little boy when the power went out, and we've got a couple of three candles in that back room. It was, uh, I I dare, I don't want to tell you what time it is. It seems to me it was like 12 or 1, but we can go back, look at the record. It might have just been 8 or 9. I don't remember, but I know at the height of that storm coming in, and we didn't have all of the things like the Weather Channel. that We had an AM radio, just like you're listening to this afternoon, just like you're getting important information from me, your watchman on the wall here on WTBN. But as we listened, you could feel the house sort of rock, rocking on those pillars, and you could hear the wind uh, you, you could hear where the wind was sort of whistling in a couple of places throughout the house. And as you sit there and you're hunkered down and you don't know, you don't know if something's going to come crashing through one of your windows. You don't know if your roof's going to lift off. And so I want to tell you that as as right now, we continue to pray for all of the folks there in Louisiana, also in uh, eastern Texas, now going up to Arkansas. Just want to pray for them because uh, I'll give you uh, I'll give you some, some statistics on where we're at at the moment. But I want to tell you that those that didn't get out and get out of the low-impact areas, it, it was it not only is a night nice to remember, but I predict that every interview that you hear will tell you I'll never do that again now the other thing I just want to remind you just just before we get into some specifics here if you have a even a concrete block home uh, one of the reasons we have oftentimes a roof that will blow off a house people don't realize it that when you have either a single but you could have a double garage and boy if you got a big burst, And he had a three-car. If your garage door gets penetrated and blown in, think about it. That wind blowing in, it will tend to blow through. And that's where we get a lot of roofs that are blown off the tops of houses. So remember, whether you're hunkering down in the bathroom that's furthest away from the direction of the winds, and you have to follow those directions of the winds, especially if you're in that northeastern quadrant if we get a storm here. And uh, if it's real bad and you didn't get out in are low-lying area, but anyway, you want to get in the bathtub. Or when you know that there's a tornado warning and you see it coming, you grab everybody, get in the bathtub, drag one of your uh, mattress uh, mattresses in, put it over the top of you. But the idea is uh, I always like to say, uh, as far away from the wind and your garage is the best place to be in case you have one of those uh, uh, catastrophic uh, instances. So last night, as the Lord was just, uh, boy, I tell you what, you look at the power of the creation, you look at the power of the Lord. It was, uh, it was just something to behold last night. Now, it made landfall as an extremely big, dangerous, 150 mile an hour cat Four storm. And it didn't weaken into a tropical storm until a few hours ago. This thing was wound tight. This thing was absolutely ready to make landfall and ready to do some damage. And so as we look at uh, where, where we're at now with this storm, Um, after it battered Louisiana, and let's not leave Texas out because it battered that coast as well. um, You have, uh, right now, I think there were four deaths. I'm trying to get back to, I had two or three pages up here uh, with the latest updates. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is in just a few moments ago. Um, She's heading northward. Right now, she still has 45 uh, mile an hour winds, so she's still having an impact with the wind and the rains, and those tropical storm force winds can still snap off trees and still uh, cause a problem. Now, thousands, in fact, hundreds of thousands of people right now are without power. So let's remember, because we got another hurricane that's not too far from uh, the leeward islands coming right on up the caribbean like the last two but remember that for you to have candles or lanterns or things that you can burn in an emergency that's very important because the folks now hundreds of thousands without power some are prepared with portable generators to keep the refrigerator going Some have larger units, Uh, but the whole idea is so oftentimes we are just not prepared. And, you know, if you are somewhat prepared and you lose your power and you lose it for three or four days, because that's what's going to happen here. uh, Imagine the difference is when you have enough uh, gasoline stored outside in a safe spot you have that generator outside in a safe spot, never putting that generator inside the home because it emits a a very large concentration of CO2 gas. Uh, But imagine how different your life's going to be when your refrigerator's still hooked up, you can run a couple lights in the house, and uh, I know some folks that have gotten a couple of generators so they can run a window air conditioner just because usually, especially here, The humidity after the storm, during the storm and after the storm, it is something else. So why are they going to be out with power so many days? It could be a week, 10 days, and two weeks. The reason is, and we saw this uh, as an example of the truth, up in the panhandle, uh, pine trees can only take about a 40-mile-an-hour wind before they snap. So when you have a storm like this and it ends up downing all of these trees, the trees, what do they do? 40-mile-an-hour pine tree snaps. What does it do? Falls into the power line. What's the next thing it does? Well, the next tree falls over the road and the next one over the road. And so what happens is all, by the way, one of the great things we always see, power. there were a lot of folks here from our Central Florida Power Company repair, repair crews. They were already heading out, I think, yesterday. They'll be coming in from all over. But you've got to have the tree people go in and clear the roads so that the electrical trucks can get in, and that's what we get into these multi-days. Now, apparently there has been three deaths. I saw uh, four others. Um, now, actually, four deaths have been tied to the storm, according to the governor of Louisiana, John Bell Edwards, and uh, here's something I want you to really hear. All of the deaths came by falling trees. One young girl was killed in her home when a tree fell on her home. I don't know about the other two. Now, be in prayer as well. There is a chemical plant in St. Charles that uh, caught on fire this morning. Very, very heavy smoke billowing from that. I don't have an update on that. Um, uh, Keep in mind that uh, pray for all of those in that whole area. And that floodwaters may be, you know, I I don't know exactly. I haven't got an official word or I've been busy with other things here the last hour or so. We don't know what the National Hurricane Center is saying about the official storm surge. But I want you to pay attention to that, especially so many of you that are in low-lying areas. And the question is, how updated is your home? The older the home, the more vulnerable that you are not only to the winds, but to the uh, storm surge. So, Lord, we just pray that you would be with all the first responders, keep them safe, be with all those who evacuated. And, Lord, put a hedge of protection for coronavirus protection against those who were evacuated from the nursing homes and the ALFs that had to get in close contact. Father, I just pray that you would move and that people would seek you and seek your face in this time of need. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show. Now we'll have some updates from the RNC of last night. I'll be right back.
4: For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now with the Red Sea Miracle Part Two: journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see patterns of evidence. The Red Sea Miracle Part Two. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20%
8: off. Are you frustrated with your child's school? It's time to consider Tampa Bay Christian Academy.
9: I love the teachers. I love the sports here, especially all the friends. The
8: teachers at Tampa Bay Christian Academy are dedicated, mature Christians who will teach your child the word through everyday learning experiences. Teachers are very committed to Christ. They give one-on-one attention to the students, and the students treat each other like family as well. And if you're concerned that your child is either struggling in their current school or is more advanced than their peers, Tampa Bay Christian Academy is the perfect fit.
10: I used to be in an intensive reading class, and now I'm actually dual enrolling in HCC for English classes. They've inspired me to do better for myself and for my future.
8: If you don't think you can afford a quality Christian education for your son or daughter, call Tampa Bay Christian Academy today at 813 343 That's 813 343 Online at tbcarams.org.
2: Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs.
11: Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house... We're prone to mismanage that which we do have.
2: Gaining ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
3: If you got pain,
4: he's a pain taker. If you feel low. you need
8: freedom, save it. He's a prison-shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain-breaker. We've all searched for the light day and day and night.
3: We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fire.
7: Hey, we're back, and... uh As we consider our course, uh, coming back into the show today, you know, every day we have um, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who greets us very early in the morning if we want to greet him, because he's a gentleman. And every day you can start your day on God's page and not spend your day wondering out what page you should be on. And so it is so grand to, to... grab hold of this promise, and the promise is, this is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm thinking about those testimonies right now in Louisiana, because you know there's many people who love the Lord, and uh, we're going to have the Southern Baptist Convention, they'll be coming in with their disaster relief services. Uh, we'll have the Salvation Army, they'll be coming in with their disaster relief Operation Blessing from CBN has a huge, significant operation. We have the Red Cross. And uh, every person of the Louisiana National Guard has been mobilized uh, to help people right now. But imagine those who know the Lord and today they know the value instead of maybe looking at a destroyed home or a destroyed car or whatever. But if they're the ones that are safe are just praising the Lord right now for what could have been, but wasn't, because of His grace. And that's how we should live today, even if we're not in the midst of a, well, impending hurricane. Well, last night at the Republican National Convention, let me just say this. I don't think it's any surprise to anyone who listens to this show, I firmly support President Donald Trump. I firmly support his reelection. I support him because of his values and policies that he has acted upon that have lined up with my conservative held beliefs, that have lined up with my Christian worldview beliefs. And I remind you again that all of us are flawed individuals, all of us are sinners. And when you run for the President of the United States, well, everyone has an opinion. And whether it's a flaw or not, all of those items are there for all to see. And if you're Joe Biden, 47-year track record, as well as someone who, well, is getting at that age where most of the folks are enjoying the finer things in life as they get older, Uh, Well, he's got to deal with uh, some of the questions about his health. And we'll talk about more of uh, what I think uh, is uh, the assessment right now, how the convention is doing, how the reaction of uh, the public is to uh, the convention. Uh, By the way, I gave you a little hint. It's excellent, I believe. Now, we're not talking about Democrats, and we're not talking about Republicans. Uh, Republicans, by and large, except for uh, there's some amazing staffers who are bureaucrats, and you're going to hear about this. It's amazing how they have decided to sign this letter supporting Joe Biden the afternoon before the president makes his speech. Just, just remember that for what it is. It is um, it's a shame, uh, but it tells you a little bit of the truth about where these folks are coming from and why. If you're not a conservative, a true conservative, if you're not a Christ follower, and there's other folks that should be just appreciative, um, if you're not in that category, um, the world in America is doing everything they can to come against President Trump. But I keep seeing signs that God is still favoring the president. Because I'm going to tell you right now, and it could get worse, watch what happens with the coronavirus cases and watch where the president's approval rating goes up or down on a daily basis. Also watch how the vaccine or the therapeutics research is doing. When that's encouraging or discouraging, watch the president's approval rating. And when we get to the economy, some of that's going to be stimulus, some of it's going to be other things. And whether you think the stimulus is right or wrong, whether you think we should add to the deficit or not, you watch that indicator, and uh, that's where you're going to see the president. There is clearly a huge, huge, I believe, I could be wrong, and uh, whenever we get the election results, I'm not going to tell you the night of the election that I'll tell you. I'm not going to tell you I'll tell you three days later because with all the nonsense is going on, I don't know when we'll have all the votes counted. And I'm being sincere. This whole idea, whole idea about mailing them in and, and the number of uh, your votes that are going to be tossed out, I, I'm, I'm going to say something you might disagree with. I think you are Foolish. Foolish. If you mail in your ballot, that doesn't mean you can't ask for a mail-in ballot. That means you can't fill it. You can fill it out. Doesn't mean you can't check now with the Supervisor of Elections office to make sure your signature matches when you sign that. But you don't want to mail it. I think you're foolish if you do. You'll take it when early voting begins uh, uh, prior to the November election. You can take it early voting and drop it off safely, quickly. And you can also do that on Election Day. But please, please don't send in a mail. So when we come back, we're going to hear from um, a Catholic nun. And she was a former doctor, I believe, in the U.S. Army. And uh, she spoke last night at the Republican National Convention. And uh, quite frankly, I'm going to steal something from her. You know, we've all used the phrase pro-life. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. Well, I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice. But but you know what? She just captured my imagination last night because you're going to hear it. I'll remind you again. She talked about faith in Jesus Christ, and she said, I'm here tonight because I'm pro-life and I'm pro-eternity. Well, I'm going to steal that. And I'll try remember to give uh, uh, Sister Dee Dee Brime the credit for that. But don't go away. We've got that plus our own local um, Kaylee McEnany, who's now the President's Press Secretary from Tampa. She gave her testimony last night, her fight against cancer, and what she received at the Moffat Cancer Center. That's coming up in the next half hour. 877-943-9673. I'm here. Want to join the conversation? Give us a call. In the breaking, come on,
1: praise the Lord. In the dying, the rising,
12: let it praise the Lord. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Louisiana Governor John Bel Edwards says state officials now know of four deaths tied to Hurricane Laura. The deaths were caused by trees falling on residences. None were on the coast, having happened in Vernon, Jackson and Acadia parishes. Laura, now a tropical storm, is thrashing parts of southern Arkansas with powerful winds and heavy rainfall as the storm lunges its way through the state. Forecasters say there is a risk of isolated tornadoes in the eastern part of the state. Just over 1 million Americans applied for unemployment benefits last week. The Labor Department reporting that the number of people seeking jobless aid last week dropped by 98,000 from 1.1 million just the week before. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 274 points, the NASDAQ up 11. This is SRN News.
0: Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump. Takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump. Watch now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com.
12: This is Charles Osgood for Exogen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick, but when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers
15: we used to use.
12: Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exogen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead, and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it.
14: at Let's Talk Faith You were
1: the word at the beginning
17: One with God
1: the Lord most taught. You're hidden
7: We're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Regardless of what kind of day that you're having and the challenges that are before you, just taking out that 30 or 40 seconds like we just did, focusing on the name of Jesus, the way the name of Jesus just sort of rolls off your lips, and to just... Marvel in the power of that name. And that's how we keep everything in perspective. Well, you know, your testimony is very important. How you conduct yourselves with your family, your loved ones, is very important. Not to be taken nonchalant or not to come home from outside endeavors and take it out on your family. There's a testimony there. There's a testimony to your public life. There's a testimony to how you conduct yourselves. Because 24-7, you're an ambassador. And you may not think that you're making an impression with others everywhere you go You are the smile, non-smile, growling at the cashier, greeting the cashier with a smile, encouraging them in the Lord. Well, last night, that was kind of evident. Now, obviously, I would have some doctrinal differences with the first um, speaker from the Republican National Convention that I want uh, to share with you this afternoon. But you know, this whole thing about testimonies, I'm watching, and then Sister Dee Dee Brine came up, Catholic Church. She's in all of her, she's dressed in uh, the order, she's a nun, she's dressed as uh, those who are dressed in her, in her order. So you talk about first impression, she comes out, and I go, okay. They had a, a rabbi that actually opened up the convention last night in prayer. And so, okay, you know, just images and everything. We're going to have a, uh, a Catholic nun to share. And then you're going to hear in a moment, but listen carefully about her testimony. She is a retired, I think, United States Army nurse with tours to Afghanistan. Now, let me tell you. The injured in Iraq or Afghanistan in modern warfare. Um, we're doing a lot of things on the battlefield to keep people alive. And that's why we have a, a lot of veterans without a leg, without two legs, without one arm, two arms, or a quadriplegic or serious head injuries. And, and, and they are living and they are alive. In World War II, they would have been dead. Well, Sister Didi was on the front lines. And when she retired, she took on another calling. And she's going to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're just joining me, she taught me something that I'm going to steal from her because listen very carefully when she says, I'm pro-life and I'm pro-eternity. Which means that It's important for her to stand up for the unborn as much as it is to stand up for eternal life in Jesus Christ. So this was from last night at the uh, RNC. She spoke in the auditorium there in North Carolina. Let's listen in.
18: Good evening. I'm Sister Dee Dee Byrne, and I belong to the community of the Little Workers of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary, Last 4th of July, I was honored to be one of the President's guests at his Salute to America celebration. I must confess that I recently prayed while in chapel, begging God to allow me to be a voice and instrument for human life. And now here I am, speaking at the Republican National Convention. I guess you better be careful for what you pray for. My journey to religious life was not a traditional route, if there is such a thing. In 1978, as a medical school student at Georgetown University, I joined the army to help pay for my tuition and ended up devoting 29 years to the military, serving as a doctor and a surgeon in places like Afghanistan and Egypt's Sinai Peninsula. After much prayer and contemplation, I entered my religious order in 2002, working to serve the poor and the sick in Haiti, Sudan, Kenya, Iraq and in Washington, D.C. Humility is at the foundation of our order, which makes it very difficult to talk about myself, but I can speak about my experience working for those fleeing war torn and impoverished countries all around the world. Those refugees all share a common experience. They have been all marginalized, viewed as insignificant, powerless, and voiceless. And while we tend to think of the marginalized as living beyond our borders, the truth is the largest marginalized group in the world can be found here in the United States. They are the unborn. As Christians, we first met Jesus as a stirring embryo in the womb of an unwed mother and saw him born nine months later in the poverty of the cave. It's no coincidence that Jesus stood up for what was just and was ultimately crucified, because what he said wasn't politically correct or fashionable. As followers of Christ, we are called to stand up for life against the politically correct or fashionable of today. We must fight against a legislative agenda that supports and even celebrates destroying life in the womb. Keep in mind the laws we create define how we see our humanity. And we must ask ourselves, What are we saying when we go into a womb and snuff out an innocent, powerless voiceless life? As a physician, I can say without hesitation, life begins at conception. While what I have to say may be difficult for some to hear, I am saying it because I'm not just pro-life, I'm pro-eternal life, and I want all of us to end up in heaven together someday. Amen. Yes. Which brings me to why I'm here today. Donald Trump is the most pro-life president that this nation has ever had, defending life at all stages. His belief in the sanctity of life transcends politics. President Trump will stand up against Biden-Harris, who are the most anti-life presidential ticket ever, even supporting the horrors of late-term abortion and infanticide. Because of his courage and conviction, President Trump has earned the support of America's pro-life community. Moreover, he has a nationwide of religious standing behind him. You'll find us here with our weapon of choice, the rosary. So, thank you, Mr. President. We are all praying for you.
7: Now, I want you to think about that. I want that is that is very, very powerful, and. It is hard to put into a a better group of words the position of Donald Trump when it comes to the life of an unborn baby in a womb. This president, regardless of all the rhetoric that you're going to hear, This president has an astounding record when it comes to pro-life. And the forces out there are doing and will do everything they can to distort the president's issues. That's why, as your watchman on the wall, I want to to, uh, brief you and advise you right now again during these few moments before we take a break. I want to be very clear that it's very easy to get wrapped up in sound bites and get wrapped up in personalities. There's a lot to like about President Trump. There's some areas of President Trump, well, not to like so much. There's some things to like about Joe Biden, personally, and quite frankly, there's some things not so much. Because Mr. Biden, Kamala Harris, they do not support your or mine Christian worldview values. Not only is it a question of, the two different competing camps and their values, but who has delivered? Who has delivered? You must know, and you know that I've done a lot of work for presidents, been involved with doing presidential travel. There's some great men and women, but, but the presidents, but we've had pro-life conservative presidents we've also had as we just saw in the last administration very much the same kind of president that joe biden would be not open at all to what the doctor and the sister just shared with us and the science backs this up life begins at conception And we are not protecting human rights in America as long as the unborn is not protected. That's just the way it is. So, as we look at some of these issues, I just want to take an extra moment or two this afternoon to be very clear. I don't know how anyone, if they are pro life, and remember, The life issues, these issues that are biblical issues, they transcend so many other issues for those of us that are Christ followers. So I will tell you, I don't really care what kind of flavor of Christianity that you practice in your life. There's only one real flavor of Christianity, and that is the Holy Scriptures. What does the Bible say not only about Protecting innocent life, but standing in the gap as innocent life is being taken, and that's what the pro-life movie is all, movement is all about. So, make no mistakes, make mistake about it. I don't know if you are a Christian, Orthodox Christian. I do not. I do not know how you could vote for the Biden Harris ticket. I just want to be very clear. Nothing personal against them not about personalities. It's about the issues and about the direction this country takes in the future. And will we be a country that is blessed by God because we adhere to his principles and we follow him? 877-943-9673. Kaylee McEnany's testimony up next. Don't go away.
5: I'm Dennis Prager. Last year, I co-starred in a movie with Adam Carolla that warned you, my fellow Americans, about the current attack on free speech and free thought. It began in the universities, and I warned you it would be coming to your neighborhood and your workplace. I had no idea how soon. We now have leaders in media, big tech, the law, business, and government who no longer believe in free speech or the principles of freedom and liberty our founders gave us. If you and your family want to understand what is happening in our world and know how you can fight back to protect the people you love, you must watch No Safe Spaces. I promise you, a great movie. I use the word very carefully. Go to nosafespaces.com, learn the truth, so you can defend your family and our country.
0: Go to nosafespaces.com. Prinker fans, use promo code TAMPA for 20% off. That's nosafespaces.com. Promo code TAMPA.
10: If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policy maker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. just go to bamboohr.com slash hr this is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash hr that's bamboohr.com slash hr
4: in remote mountain villages families who've run out of food while sheltering in place hang white rags or towels outside their doors as a desperate plea for help in guatemala and other countries served by food for the poor COVID 19's not only taken lives, but it's taken away parents' ability to feed their children. Crops cannot be planted, marketplaces are shut, and the jobs parents worked for just a few dollars a day to provide sustenance for their children no longer exist. Please help. With your gift of $111 to Food for the Poor, you'll provide three children with emergency food rations for six months. Through your prayers and financial support, Food for the Poor is providing for families unable to provide for themselves because of COVID-19. Call Food for the Poor now, 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen.
6: And the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provide for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provide for their
2: children. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen saturday mornings at eight on faith talk 570 wtbn online at letstalkfaith.com
4: take faith talk am 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app letstalkfaith.com alexa tune in iheart and at radio.com
19: to battle is to fight to struggle to overcome and ultimately for the marine corps it means to win
7: He brought me his hey we're back And he has a love for us. Amen amen Bill Bunkley here. Coming up next hour we'll talk uh, exclusively more about the Republican National Convention give you my thoughts about that. You'll be hearing from Vice President Mike Pence with the keynote speech last night. I'm gonna hold over. Kaylee McEnany, because uh, powerful testimony. She's from right here in Tampa. We'll get to that uh, top of the hour. Uh, we also have uh, Kellyanne Conway, who gave uh, her final uh, speech uh, for now for the president. and She's going to be leaving the White House to go back to her family. All that coming up uh, in the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin had a chance to speak last night. And uh, I want you to hear some of the things he shared about uh, his family and life within his family and uh, how he views himself as being a congressman. And, of course, he is a Republican supporting President Donald Trump. Uh, Let's go ahead and listen in to Lee.
20: I'm Congressman Lee Zeldin. Tonight, as we celebrate America as a land of heroes, I'm here at a VFW post of heroes in West Hampton Beach, New York. I've seen amazing Americans in action. Raised in a law enforcement family, deployed to Iraq as an 82nd Airborne paratrooper, and serving today in the Army Reserve, my generation of post-9-11 veterans has huge shoes to fill. Following our greatest generation that fought tyranny and saved the world. All over our country, everyday heroes serve and sacrifice for the greater good. Farmers, truckers, craftsmen, these heroes keep America running. And President Trump fights for them every day. This year, we've especially relied on one particular group of heroes, frontline medical workers. My twin daughters, Michaela and Ariana, were born over 14 weeks early. They weighed just a pound and a half. Wow. At 2 weeks, Michaela went into septic shock, had a stroke, and underwent brain surgery, Mm-mm. leaving a third of the left side of her brain a hole. Her doctors didn't believe Michaela would survive, fearing dire permanent consequences even if she did. Through the miracles of modern medicine, power of prayer, and her will to live, my daughters are now starting high school and doing great with no long-term effects from those frightful months in the NICU. So when I learned my county's PPE stockpile was depleted, I immediately thought of those healthcare workers who saved my baby girls. Jerry Kushner and I were on the phone late into that Saturday night. The very next day, President Trump announced he was sending us 200,000 N95 masks. He actually delivered almost 400,000. That number quickly grew to 1.2 million masks, gowns, and more. The president sent thousands of ventilators to New York. He deployed the USS Comfort and converted the Javits Center to a field hospital. His administration authorized our lab testing requests at blinding speed. During a -a once-in-a-century pandemic, an unforeseeable crisis sent to us from a faraway land, the president's effort for New York was phenomenal. For our nation to emerge even stronger, more prosperous, freer, and more secure than ever, to make our country greater than ever before, we must reelect President Trump. We are the land of the free because of the brave, and we are the land of opportunity Because we have a president who wants to empower the best of who we are to be the best of what we can be. There's never been a nation greater than ours. Never a people more resilient than ours. And never a future for America more promising than ours right now. Keeping America great is up to us. And losing is not an
7: option. Powerful words from Congressman and veteran Lee Zeldin as he spoke last night at the Republican National Convention. As we wrap up our first hour, obviously tonight, a lot of prayers for tonight's uh, wrap-up night. There'll be a spectacular speech from President Trump from the White House on the grounds of the White House. It's going to be quite an affair And uh, don't want to miss that coming up tonight. And then we are going to be um, in for the final run to the 2020 presidential election coming up in just a few weeks. As always, uh, we want to just let you know that if you'd like to hear this program again, we will be posting it tomorrow morning on our podcast. And if you'd like to listen to it online or if you'd like to um, um, take it with you, go to letstalkfaith.com. letstalkfaith.com. hit that link at the top that says that says show archives. bill bunkley show is right there. you can take that and other shows with you as well. let's take a time out. hope you'll stick with us. more of the bill bunkley show coming up in just a moment. time for an in-depth review of the latest from the Republican National Convention.
18: I'm
4: Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off.
2: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk a service of the Salem Media Group.
12: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards says state officials now know of four deaths tied to Hurricane Laura. The deaths were all caused by trees falling on residences. None were on the coast, having happened in Vernon, Jackson, and Acadia parishes. Laura, now a tropical storm, is thrashing parts of southern Arkansas with powerful winds and heavy rainfall as the storm system lunges its way through the state. Downed trees and structural damage reported in some parts of Arkansas. At midday, more than 30,000 homes and businesses without electricity. President Trump closes out the Republican National Convention tonight with an appeal for a second term. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton has more. On the
21: fourth and final night of the GOP convention, the president will highlight his record in office and outline a path for the next four years. His speech from the South Lawn of the White House comes at a critical moment as the country faces an ongoing pandemic, a hard-hit economy, and racial unrest that has sparked violence. Mr. Trump is expected to promise economic revival and emphasize the need for law and order.
12: Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at SRNNews.com, just over 1 million Americans applying for unemployment benefits last week. Correspondent Jeremy House has that story.
5: It's a sign the coronavirus outbreak continues to threaten jobs, even as the housing market, auto sales, and other segments of the economy rebound from a springtime collapse. The Labor Department says the number of people seeking jobless aid fell by 98,000 from 1.1 million the week before. The number of initial
12: claims has exceeded 1 million almost every week since late March. Jeremy House with that report. And on Wall Street, ahead of the closing bell, stocks are mixed. The Dow ahead 195 points. The Nasdaq down 30. The s is up 8. This is SRN News.
4: Thinking about life insurance?
12: A breakdown of evangelicals by denomination.
9: According to data from Religion in Public, just about half of all evangelicals in this country identify as one kind of Baptist or another. The second largest group of evangelical Christians attend churches in the Pentecostal or Holiness tradition. About a quarter of all evangelicals belong to non-denominational churches. Leading evangelical denominations include the Southern Baptist Convention and the Church of Christ. Michael Harrington,
12: SRN News. Human rights activist in Say India's caste system is causing unequal suffering from the coronavirus. The lowest caste, that would be the largely Christian Dalits, have proved to be especially vulnerable to the disease for a range of reasons. For one thing, the vast majority are poor despite an array of affirmative action programs that Indian officials have put in place. Even under the best of circumstances, they have limited access to health care, however. This is SRN News.
0: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024. The World After Trump takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, The World After Trump. Watch now at salemnow.com. That's salemnow.com.
2: Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group.
7: Good afternoon. This is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us on board this afternoon. Some of you have been with me for the last hour on our Faith Talk stations, but I want to welcome in our answer stations and you know, we're here. What a what what a wide area that we're sharing with this afternoon. I'm talking about uh our coverage area just north of uh uh Fort Myers all the way up to the uh to the southern part of Hernando County, uh, heading through Polk County all the way and I have sat in the parking lot listening to Salem Radio Tampa uh over in the parking lot of SeaWorld. So that gives you an idea part of our family and we welcome you in this afternoon to be a part of our program. Now, of course, the important thing to get to uh, in a few moments is going to be the Republican National Convention with all of you very interested uh, listeners who are conservatives, uh, who've joined uh, our folks who are Christ followers. But um, I want to get to something because we've got a couple of youngsters that uh, have gone missing last night, and I want to give that information right away as breaking news this afternoon because uh, we want to... uh, Really try and see if we can have an opportunity to find these two children. Now, uh, uh, Chad Cronister and Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office—they're looking for these two siblings, and they were seen last night at about five o'clock. About uh, coming up this time, almost twenty-four hours. Thirteen-year-old Joshua Robinson is missing. He has a sister, Isabel Dwyer, eleven. She's missing. These kids live in Valrico, and they've been last seen in Valrico at about 5 o'clock. Now, the detectives believe, the police believe, these two kids are in an uh, older model brown Chevy pickup truck. That's an older model brown Chevy pickup truck. The important thing to know and to put in your mind, they have Ohio plates. They think the kids may be even sleeping in this old truck. And the detectives have not been able to locate the guardian of these children to verify their well being. Chad Cronister, sheriff, said, and I quote Our detectives are seeking the public's help. That's you, locating these two children. It's been almost 24 hours since the last time they were seen, so I'm urging anyone and everyone to be on the lookout for these kids who could be in the Valrico or, heads up, Riverview, could be in your area. Now, Joshua is about 5'1", weighs about 100 pounds. Sister Isabel is about 4'5", weighs about 80 pounds. Now, you can call the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office at 813-247-8200, 813-247-8200. If you can't remember that and you see this old beat-up Chevy truck with Ohio tags and think that uh, you may be on to something, you can always call it 911. Let's see if we can uh, keep our Salem Media Group uh, radio family on the alert and see if maybe we can uh, see these kids and uh, give a heads up well what a night it was and the reason why we're focusing in for a couple of minutes on hurricane laura is that we are very vulnerable for the same type of storm as i said during the first hour man she clenched her fists she gritted her teeth and i mean she had that look of attack on her face and when she came in hundred and fifty mile an hour sustained winds as verified by not one but two Hurricane Hunter planes, one from our own Lakeland fleet right here. Um, Cat 4, very strong Cat 4 and if you've had a chance to see any of the the drone footage and what is happening uh, we've got some very very significant damage in that whole area Around Lake Charles, Lake Charles, about 25, 30 mile, miles inland, and all that is the Louisiana Bayou country. And I'm still yet to get um, an idea of any reporting on what the Hurricane Center says uh, is happening right now. Uh, but she was a hurricane all the way up until a few uh, hours ago. Now, this is Tropical Storm Laura and uh she's still producing gusts of wind from 86 to i think about 120 miles an hour. Now what she's done is she has just she has just barreled her way into Louisiana. And in fact for the first time ever if you know the map of Louisiana and you know where Lake Charles is kind of uh, kind of in between, you know, New Orleans and in uh, Houston but just a little bit uh, to the north and west of Lake Charles you have Shreveport, Louisiana, and guess what? In the middle of the night last night, for the first time ever, everybody's cell phone went off, all the alerts went off, because for the first time, Shreveport, Louisiana was under a hurricane warning, not a watch, a warning, and Laura went barreling through there, and now she remained a hurricane, I think, to just about noontime. And uh, right now she is uh tropical storm, Laura, a strong tropical storm. And in fact, Memphis uh, just had a wind gust uh, before I came on the program, like about 90 miles an hour. So right now the center of circulation is moving, it has moved into Arkansas uh, and is uh, going over Little Rock, Arkansas. And is at that point where one of the outer bands, Memphis is back to the east. And so you had that strong band, but right now, um, Remember that pine trees, a lot of pine trees there. Uh, There's a couple things I'm looking at. Pine trees, just like we saw up in the Panhandle um, for our storm uh, last season, a couple seasons ago, uh, a pine tree will snap in two with winds of about 40 miles an hour or greater. That's why not only do we have the effects of the storm surge, but We've got hundreds of thousands of people that are without electricity, and with when you have these heavily wooded areas, the power companies and all of the first responders from power companies that are just our heroes, praise the Lord, uh, they can't get in until the tree companies get in and uh, clear off all of that, uh, all the trees off the highways and roads so the power company can get in and do their work. That's why it's important for you to have a week, 10 days, two weeks of supplies uh, when this happens. Now, uh, right now, uh, not only do we have uh, all of the trees down, and I want to tell you that Lake Charles, the town, I mean, it, it's been whacked. Anybody that was foolish enough to stay there, well, uh, I hope they made it. We've got four deaths so far, uh, all of them from falling trees. Remember that, all of them from falling trees. Which means that by and large, it sounds like uh, a lot of people heeded the warning of the National Hurricane Center and their local governors. But uh, we had, I know one young lady, one young girl was killed in her home when that, when a tree fell on her home. Uh, the other thing I'm concerned about, if you know that area, all of that lowland is a lot of grassland. And it's a huge, huge area for cattle. Now... Just want to tell you the, the, the sad reality. There was no time to get the cattle out. And depending on how high and how long this storm surge was up, uh, we could see some uh, catastrophic damage not only to the cattle industry, but remember the, um, uh, the logging industry is still very big up in that area and all the way into across the Louisiana line into Texas. So those two will be impacted. We had a fire at the refinery there at Lake Charles that was pretty significant this morning. A lot of smoke going into the air. And they'll have to get out and assess the uh, oil platforms uh, out in the Gulf uh, to see what kind of damage has been sustained, what it's going to take to get uh, those refineries, uh, excuse me, those offshore well platforms back up and operating. So... Uh, That's the human impact. That is the uh, economic impact that we're going to be monitoring as this goes forward. I don't know if it's going to affect the price of gasoline right now because uh, with so many people staying at home, we didn't have a lot of spikes in the uh, oil and gas futures like we normally would have with a storm. And I think that's because our, our, our needs are so much more diminished with nobody out on the roads driving like in a normal situation That's probably why we didn't see that. But nonetheless, we'll have to see how that is uh, affected as well. So a lot going on. Don't want to forget about uh, the tremendous uh, job that the firefighters are doing out in California with all of those raging fires. And, uh, of course, the first responders here as uh, we continue to get uh, better news, uh, uh, better news each day. Uh, about uh, some of the areas that uh, had the flare-up for the COVID-19, especially here in Florida. We see those uh, those numbers are receding as well. So that's a little bit of an idea of um, our update for Hurricane Laura. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Now, when I come back, We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the speakers last night, but I want to give you a quick assessment. We've just finished day number three, and I want to tell you what, this has been an extremely successful production, an extremely successful convention. I told you that was my thoughts uh, several days ago, that with Donald Trump the president, Donald Trump that uh, helped make The Apprentice um, something that was a much-watched television program for some people. He knows knows how to put on a big deal to start with, and he also knows television production. And uh, I got to tell you that when you look at the presentation of, and I want to tell you, it was dim, it was dark, what the Democrats put on the week before Milwaukee. And I'm telling you what the um, the Americanaism, if that's a word, uh, patriotism, uh, the brightness, uh, the flags, uh, just about everybody acknowledging uh, the role of God in their life and their wishes for this country. Uh, but I tell you what, tonight's going to be a spectacular. The president is going to be speaking uh, from a podium uh, in the back lawn of the White House. Now, the back lawn of the White House, you know where Marine One always comes in and lands. That area is going to be transformed. The president is going to be speaking with an illuminated lighthouse, uh, uh, White House as a backdrop. And um, he's, uh, he was with, he was at Fort McHenry last night uh, when the vice president spoke. And we're going to have the vice president's uh, uh, speech on today as well. Uh, but I want to tell you that uh, the polls are already showing the last couple of days because they begin polling on this. I'm going to tell you what. The bounce is going to be significant. It's going to be downplayed on all the liberal networks, but you got a significant bounce. The other thing I want to tell you what, the, uh, the Democrats didn't even acknowledge any of the violence and it's coming back to roost. And I just got a quick message for Joe Biden. You tweeted today that you wanted to go to Kenosha, Wisconsin, if I can help out with the violence. Mr. Biden, where have you been with all the other violence the last few weeks? Where, has, where have you and your fellow Democrats not go in? Now you want to go because you know what? The polling's telling you it was a huge mistake, a mistake that the Democrats may not recover from. And i got to tell you what, they're also learning what this president did. And and the war against coronavirus is not over. But I'm going to tell you what, America's getting it. And you just watch and see what this post-convention bounce is going to be. 877-943-9673, I'm Bill Bunker.
22: All human life has intrinsic value, including life in the womb. That's why Focus on the Family is standing up to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. That's HEARTBEAT to 72000. And mark your calendars for September 26th to witness a transformational pro-life event we're calling See Life 2020. Learn more at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash See Life.
2: Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon.
4: Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com.
7: Hey, we're back. It's a very encouraging day all across West Central Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley. If you're just joining us, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. As an unashamed, unabashed supporter of our President Donald Trump, I want to tell you that the Republican Party is, uh, well, i tell you what, they're on a roll right now. Not only about what they've been demonstrating to the nation, but uh, i tell you what, the nation is getting it. Now, they're not going to change a lot of minds among the Democrats, for sure. Republicans, except for some of those that were maybe Republicans in name only, you're going to be hearing about a lot of bureaucrats that worked that, that, that were what I call the strap hangers. I was a strap hanger, you know, working behind the scenes for this governor or this president. Well, keep in mind, they're all signing this letter today in support of Donald Trump. Well, I got a question. Where were your values then, and where are your values today? So don't worry about those folks, because I'm going to tell you what. You know where it matters is the independents. And the independents is liking what they're seeing. The independents, who are going to really decide this election in in the, the final numbers, they're not happy about the violence in America. They are very pleased in the polling the last couple of days of the president, especially getting tough, and it's been tough. They're looking very closely about what the president has done for the coronavirus and looking very closely what the president is doing for the economy. And he is getting high marks. He is getting high marks. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. This ridiculous narrative that they have been running with, I'll tell you what. I said that I thought that the highest ratings they would have would be after their Democrat convention, and it would go downhill from there. Let's see if that, uh, let's see if that proves out. Let's bring it back to, to Tampa, okay? Let's bring it back to one of ours right here in central Florida. You know that recently there was a change in the White House press office. Kayleigh McEnany, McEnany, McEnany is now the press secretary. What you don't know is she, well, some of you may not know she's a Tampa native. And what you may not also know is she has a genetic situation in her body that her and her mother and other family members predisposes those females, I think 80 or 85% to breast cancer. She spoke last night at the Republican National Convention. I want to go to her speech last night. This is one of Tampa's own, and keep listening. You'll hear about her treatment at the Moffitt Cancer Center. So as a fellow cancer survivor and indebted to Moffitt, hey, just listen in.
23: I'm Kaylee McEnany. You may know me as a supporter of President Trump, but tonight, I'm here to share with you how he supported me, both as a new mom and as an American with a pre-existing condition. When I was 21 years old, I got a call that changed my life. It was my doctor informing me that I had tested positive for the BRCA2 genetic mutation, a mutation that put my chances of breast cancer at 84%. It was the same mutation that my mom had, compelling her to get a preventative double mastectomy removing her breast tissue, but protecting her from a disease that has taken far too many of our mothers, our sisters, our friends. In my family, eight women alone were diagnosed with breast cancer,
7: Wow! several
23: Mm. in their young 20s. -mm -mm. I now faced the same prospect. For nearly a decade, I was routinely at Moffitt Cancer Center getting MRIs, ultrasounds and necessary surveillance. During these visits, I crossed paths with brave women battling cancer and fighting through chemotherapy. They were a testament to American strength. They are American heroes. On May 1st, 2018, I followed in my mother's footsteps, choosing to get a preventative mastectomy. I was scared. The night before, I fought back tears as I prepared to lose a piece of myself forever. But the next day, with my mom, dad, husband, and Jesus Christ by my side, I underwent a mastectomy, almost eliminating my chance of breast cancer, a decision I now celebrate. Breast reconstruction has advanced remarkably. While it is an individual's decision, my doctor and I chose a course of surgery that left me virtually unchanged. But more important than physical results, I developed a strength and a confidence that I carry with me. During one of my most difficult times, I expected to have the support of my family, but I had more support than I knew. As I came out of anesthesia, one of the first calls I received was from Ivanka Trump. As I recovered, my phone rang again. It was President Trump calling to check on me. I was blown away. Here was the leader of the free world caring about my circumstance. At the time, I had only met President Trump on a few occasions. But now, I know him well, and I can tell you that this president stands by Americans with pre existing conditions. In fact, President Trump called me this morning, I spoke with him several times today, and he told me how proud he was of me for sharing this story. The same way President Trump has supported me, he supports you. I see it every day. I've heard him say the hardest part of his job is writing to loved ones of fallen soldiers. I've seen him offer heartfelt outreach to grieving parents who lost their children to crime in the streets. And I've watched him fight for Americans who lost their jobs. President Trump fights for the American people because he cares about stories like these. I have a nine-month-old daughter, she's a beautiful, sweet little girl, and I choose to work for this president, for her. When I look into my baby's eyes, I see a new life, a miracle for which I have a solemn responsibility to protect. That means protecting America's future, a future President Trump will fight for, where our neighborhoods are protected, where life is sacred, where God is cherished not taken out of our schools, removed from our pledge, and erased from our history. I want my daughter to grow up in President Donald J. Trump's America. Choosing to have a preventative mastectomy was the hardest decision I ever had to make. But supporting President Trump, who will protect my daughter, and our children's future was the easiest.
7: What a powerful testimony from Kaylee, and what a powerful testimony to the president. I'm Bill Bunkley. eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three More from the RNC. We'll be back.
12: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The energy industry is assessing damage caused by storm surges and high winds as Hurricane Laura cut a dangerous path across the coastlines of Texas and Oklahoma making landfall early today. Oil and gas producers evacuated platforms and rigs in the Gulf. Companies shut down refineries in the storm's path. More than 700,000 customers now without power in Louisiana and Texas. In Louisiana, four deaths attributed to Laura which is now a tropical storm in southern Arkansas. The Commerce Department reporting that the U.S. economy shrank at an alarming annual rate of 31.7% during the April-June quarter as it struggled under the weight of the viral pandemic, the sharpest quarterly drop on record. Stocks finishing mixed. The Dow gained 160 points. The Nasdaq dropped 39. The S&P 500 was up 5. This is SRN News.
4: at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
7: We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and just giving you a moment or two to think once again, one day we'll be back at the movies. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. That phone line to call in is 877-943-9673. You know, the Republicans are off to an awesome start, completing day number three of the Republican National Convention. It has been quite a testimony to the power of patriotism in America, the power of traditional values in America, and the value of traditional Judeo-Christian principles in America. And uh, although the the Democrats chose to talk about how dark the Republican National Convention was, was that Monday or Tuesday? It was the night that we had Nikki Haley and several other distinguished people of color who were part of that testimony that night. In my mind, another terrible blunder to say that on a night where diversity was so prevalent. Tonight, the president is going to have a very dramatic speech on the lawn of the White House. Chairs will be set up where the helicopter normally lands. The President will be looking out on the vista of the Washington Monument as well as the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. And uh, if you know anything about Donald Trump, this is going to be quite an evening to cap off the Republican National Convention. So I want you to hear a little bit more now. Let me give you a programming note. We are going to air Mike Pence's speech in its entirety starting at the 5 o'clock hour. And that's because the vice president's speech is about 37 minutes long. It's going to take us through a, uh, uh, a couple of the elements of our program. So I want to tell you that if you missed the vice president's speech last night and you want to hear it right here in the Bill Bunkley Show, Remember, at 5 o'clock, we are exclusively on AM 570 and 910. In Lakeland, 102.1. And in Bayonet Point, 103.2. Now, to give you an idea that if you want to hear that, you can also download the app, Faith Talk 570 and 910. You can listen live there, or you can also listen online at letstalkfaith.com. So just a programming note. We're going to do that in the 5 o'clock hour because of the length of the speech. Now, many of you who are conservatives and have followed the White House, when I mention the name Kellyanne Conway, that's almost uh, synonymous with Donald Trump. And that's because she was one of the the brains of the national strategy of which Donald Trump, just about single-handedly, became President of the United States of America after knocking off uh, over 10 competitors in the Republican primary. She has been at his side through everything. She announced uh, yesterday or the day before that she'll be stepping down in a few days to go back to her family. She has teenagers. And in in the times of We all know what it's like in being there for our teenagers, the long hours that she's been keeping, the reason why she's not working directly with the campaign because of the long hours of the road. Well, she believes that Donald Trump is is in a good spot right now, and I agree with her. But last night, I'll bill it like many others did. It really was her farewell speech, though we will hear from her again. Just like the former press secretary, Sarah Sanders, uh, the um, uh, Sarah Sanders Huckabee, I should say. Uh, there's opportunities for her to be an expert uh, on some of the programs. I look for Kellyanne Conway to do the same type of work because she'll be able to do that and spend time with her family. But let's go ahead and take you back uh, to North Carolina. Uh, Kellyanne Conway last night speaking at the Republican National Convention. Good
13: evening. I'm Kellyanne Conway. One hundred years ago, courageous warriors helped women secure the right to vote. This has been a century worth celebrating, but also a reminder that our democracy is young and fragile. A woman in a leadership role can still seem novel. Not so for President Trump. For decades, he has elevated women to senior positions in business and in government. He confides in and consults us respects our opinions, and insists that we are on equal footing with the men. President Trump helped me shatter a barrier in the world of politics by empowering me to manage his campaign to its successful conclusion. With the help of millions of Americans, our team defied the critics, the naysayers, the conventional wisdom, and we won. For many of us, women's empowerment is not a slogan. It comes not from strangers on social media or sanitized language in a corporate handbook. It comes from the everyday heroes who nurture us, who shape us, and who believe in us. I was raised in a household of all women. They were self-reliant and resilient. Their lives were not easy, but they never complained. Money was tight, but we had an abundance of what mattered most— family, faith, and freedom. I learned that in America, limited means does not make for limited dreams. The promise of America belongs to us all. This is a land of inventors and innovators, of entrepreneurs and educators, of pioneers and parents, each contributing to the success and the future of a great nation And her people these everyday heroes have a champion in president trump the teacher who took extra time to help students adjust to months of virtual learning the nurse who finished a 12-hour covid shift and then took a brief break only to change her mask gown and gloves to do it all over again the small business owner Striving to reopen after the lockdown was lifted, and then again after her store was vandalized and looted. The single mom with two kids, two jobs, two commutes, who, 10 years after that empty promise, finally has health insurance. President Trump and Vice President Pence have lifted Americans, provided them with dignity, opportunity, and results. I have seen firsthand many times the president comforting and encouraging a child who has lost a parent, a parent who has lost a child, a worker who lost his job, an adolescent who lost her way to drugs. Don't lose hope, he has told them, assuring them that they are not alone and that they matter. There always will be people who have far more than us. Our responsibility is to focus on those who have far less than us. President Trump has done precisely that, in taking unprecedented action to combat this nation's drug crisis. He told me, this is so important, Kellyanne. So many lives have been ruined by addiction and will never even know it because people are ashamed to reach out for help, and they're not even sure who to turn to in their toughest hour. Rather than look the other way, President Trump stared directly at this drug crisis next door, and through landmark bipartisan legislation, has helped secure historic investments in surveillance, interdiction, education, prevention, treatment, and recovery. We have a long way to go, but the political inertia that costs lives and the silence and the stigma that prevents people in need from coming forward is melting away. This is the man I know and the president we need for four more years. He picks the toughest fights and tackles the most complex problems. He has stood by me and he will stand up for you. In honor of the women who empowered me, and for the future of the children we all cherish. Thank you, and God bless you always.
7: That was Kellyanne Conway, and uh, that was a clear message to the women of America. And uh, oftentimes uh, when we are talking about the women in America, uh, those on the left like to define all the issues about feminism, all the issues when it comes to Women and the women's vote. Well, I want to tell you, there are a lot of conservative women in America. There's a lot of women in America who believe in traditional American values. There's a lot of women in America who are absolutely appalled at the violence that's going on in some of our cities and watching how thugs have taken over those cities. While the Democrat Party, even through their convention, it was crickets. Crickets. Women who are followers of Jesus Christ. There are a lot of them in America. There's a lot of women in America who are pro-life. There's a lot of women in America who are the nurturers of our children. For those of us that follow Christ, we know that we are to bring up our children in the wisdom as well as the admonition of the Lord. And we know that in the early stages, moms are so important. And then later in life, later in the kids' development, then dad takes center stage. Not that this one or the other. But I think Kellyanne Conway last night was speaking very clearly as one woman to another. And uh, for people to think that uh, for all of the stereotype spin that uh, goes out about uh, President Trump and his, his personality or his personal life, I can tell you that testimony after testimony after testimony that I hear from people who are in those one-on-one meetings with uh, the current President of the United States, they all say the same thing. The President, one-on-one, is so engaged, so into eye contact, and talking and focusing on you, who's having that meeting. And uh, certainly not the same Donald Trump that is depicted in the liberal media today when we come back got a special for all you veterans daniel crenshaw wounded veteran member of congress his comments last night from battleship up next on the bill bunkley show
3: This is Michael Medved at MichaelMedved.com. The selection of Senator Kamala Harris as Joe Biden's running mate has produced irrelevant arguments about whether she qualifies as African American since both her parents were born abroad. But her history making vice presidential candidacy does raise an uncomfortable question for advocates of identity politics. On what basis could Senator Harris possibly qualify for the slavery reparations she says she supports? Her parents immigrated from Jamaica and India. Now, none of her ancestors were ever enslaved in the united states in fact the harris example exposes the lack of logic behind all reparations proposals prominent black politicians including harris cory booker and barack obama were all born to highly educated hard-working successful parents and the idea of government payouts to products of privilege of any race is obviously ludicrous and unjust i'm michael midman
4: the pepperdine school of public policy Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to
15: SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA. For 20% off. Hi, folks, Captain Matt here. I want to tell you about Balance of Nature and what it's done for me. I've taken Balance of Nature before and just started it up again about a month ago. I'd previously had good luck with the product, but this time something different has happened. When I went to my doctor recently, my blood pressure was the lowest it's been in six months and I've lost 16 pounds. The doctor asked me, Have you done anything different? I said, Yes, I've been taking Balance of Nature and it's really making me feel a lot better. I've got more pep in my step. Don't find myself snacking on candy bars and chips anymore either. Maybe you, too, can get the same results, but you won't know until you try Balance of Nature. So to order online, go to balanceofnature.com and mention the product code RESULT and save 35% on your order. Or give them a call, 800-246-8751, and talk to a health coach who can answer all your questions. Again, that number is 800-246-8751, and mention the product code RESULT. To save 35% on your order, that's balanceofnature.com. com weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor
2: Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse.
3: Outbursts of anger, jealousy,
2: drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your
6: family's existence.
2: That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com.
7: Bill Buckley here. I'm a proud American, I am proud to be a part of the United States of America, I am proud to be born here, and I'm proud that both my parents served this nation during World War II. You know, we have a lot of veterans here, and uh, my next clip is from a veteran's veteran. You know, we have Special Operations Command, we have Central Command. Uh, We have uh, the wing here, MacDale Air Force Base, with our fabulous tankers that fuel the entire world. We have a host of veterans who realize when they were in and out of this area in their service, especially many of our Vietnam vets, this is the area where they have retired. My listening area, from North Fort Myers all the way up to Southern Hernando and all the way to the parking lot of SeaWorld, we have veterans all over the area. I know that you know one thing that Dan Crenshaw knows. This is an exceptional nation. We have exceptional people here. We also have people who are trying to destroy that. We have people who are trying to infect this country with Marxism. We have people that are trying to uh, infect this nation with with, with a revolution. Well I want to tell you what, I want to thank all of you listening today As I think about my parents, I think about Dan Crenshaw, who served this nation. If you don't know who Dan Crenshaw is, before I let you hear from his comments last night, he made his comments from the deck of the battleship USS Texas with the big guns right over his left shoulder. Daniel Reed Crenshaw is an American member of Congress, and he was a United States Navy SEAL. He was an officer. And now he's serving in the U.S. House of Representatives for Texas' second congressional district. Got elected last year. Needless to say, he is a Republican. But you might know Dan Crenshaw because he wears an eye patch. He lost his right eye in 2012. He lost it during not his first, not his second, but his third deployment third deployment, kept going back for your freedom and my freedom, and on that third deployment, he was hit by an IED explosion in Afghanistan's Helmand province. In that blast, Dan's right eye was totally destroyed, and he required extensive surgery to have the vision in his left eye of which he has today. Let's take you to the deck of the USS Texas. Dan Crenshaw speaking last night to the nation by way of the Republican
16: National Convention. Hi, I'm Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Eight years ago in the fields of Helmand Province, Afghanistan, a close friend and teammate laid down cover fire against Taliban insurgents so that I could walk, blind and bloodied, to the medevac helicopter and survive. But he didn't. Dave Worson was killed two months later. He died a hero to this great country. Here's the truth about America. We are a country of heroes. I believe that, so should you. We are a people with a common set of ideals conceived in liberty, people that have sacrificed time and again for our freedom and the freedom of others. That's something no other country ever anywhere can claim. Since 9-11, I've seen America's heroes up close, Some of them saved my life. Some of them saved many others' lives. Many of them never made it home. These heroes acted as if the whole struggle depended on them alone, as if any weakness on their part would be a reflection of the whole nation. That's called duty. And America has a long history of it. Our enemies fear us because Americans fight for good, and we know it. It gives us strength. When our heroes are trusted and equipped, then freedom prevails. The defeat of ISIS was the result of America believing in our heroes, our president having their backs and rebuilding our military so we'd have what we needed to finish the mission. The cowering of the Iranian regime and the restoration of the deterrence once lost is the result of America believing in her own might again. America's heroism isn't relegated to the battlefield. Every single day we see them, if you just know where to look. It's the nurse who volunteers for back-to-back shifts caring for COVID patients because she feels that's her duty. It's the parent who will relearn algebra because there's no way they're letting their kid fall behind while schools are closed. And it's the cop that gets spit on one day and will save a child's life the next. America is the country where the young military wife with two young children answers the unexpected knock at the door, looks the man in uniform in the eye, And even as her whole world comes crashing down, she stands up straight, she holds back tears, and takes care of her family, because she must. This is what heroism looks like. It's who we are, nation of heroes. We need you now more than ever. We need to remind ourselves what heroism really is. Heroism is self-sacrifice. It's not moralizing and lecturing over others when they disagree. Heroism is grace, not perpetual outrage. Heroism is rebuilding our communities, not destroying them. Heroism is renewing faith in the symbols that unite us, not tearing them down. See, America is a fabric. It's woven from the threads of history's best stories, best attributes, and greatest ideas. The American spirit reflects the oldest and most important virtues, self-sacrifice, courage, tolerance, love of country, grace and passion for human achievement. Bill Bunkley here. We're going to have to leave it there. Coming up next on AM 570 and 910,
7: I'll have the complete remarks of Mike Pence.
17: This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative To health insurance. The typical family saves five hundred dollars a month, but you might save even more. Medishare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by August 31st, and you can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE.
2: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk a service of the Salem Media Group.
21: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Four deaths are reportedly tied to Hurricane Laura, that according to Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards. The deaths were all caused by trees falling on residences. Edwards says the current priority is search and rescue, followed by efforts to find hotel or motel rooms for those who've lost their homes. Sulphur, Louisiana resident Ben Reynolds, who's headed to family in Texas, says he glad, he's glad he did not ride this one out.
15: Our police chief in Sulphur, where we live, said... Uh, at 2.45, said, I've stayed in the same building during Rita, and that was a cakewalk.
21: Storm surge was measured in the range of 9 feet to 12 feet, bad but far less than the predicted 20 feet. Edwards says that has led him to hope that there will be less water damage to homes close to the coast. Democratic vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris spoke to the nation in something of a prequel to the acceptance speech of President Trump at the Republican National Convention this evening.
10: Donald Trump has failed at the most basic and important job of a President of the United States. He failed to protect the American people.
21: That's not what Republicans are saying as the
15: final night of their convention begins. Staunch Trump allies from both the House and Senate will deliver speeches tonight. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy comes fresh from the battle lines with House Speaker Pelosi over COVID-19 funding. Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas has been perhaps the president's most outspoken supporter on law enforcement and to get tough policy with China. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, also sent to speak, is in a tough re-election campaign of his own and hopes that Trump victory in November will go hand-in-hand hand with GOP victories in a number of tight Senate races. In Charlotte for the Republican National Convention, I'm Bob Agnew. On
21: Wall Street, the Dow up by 160 points. The Nasdaq dropped 40. The SP up by 6. This is SRN News.
1: This is the Entertainment Answer. What is my streaming pick of the week? Well, it has to be the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. Journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim Mahoney, who has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events, interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Now, to see patterns of evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MOVIE for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com to watch Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part
16: 2. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's Home HomeAdvisor home Advisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use.
14: Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started.
9: HomeAdvisor.
21: Bad news for one mainline Protestant denomination.
9: Officials with the Presbyterian Church USA say they might quit holding their biennial General Assembly due to declining membership and dwindling finances. The PCUSA has been hemorrhaging members for about a decade, ever since it embraced same-sex marriage and other aspects of the LGBT agenda. Pastor Herbert Nelson, who heads the denomination, says, quote, we are not able to afford the kinds of things we have been doing.
21: Michael Harrington, SRN News. Four Iranian Christians have been sentenced to five years in prison for endangering state security and promoting Zionism. Christian Solidarity Worldwide says they were arrested by members of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard in early 2019 during a series of police raids on house churches around the country. The judge called the four men apostates and rejected their claims of a right to religious freedom under the Iranian Constitution. Five other Christians were arrested at the same time. This is SRN News.
6: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and
19: the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
7: Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, your watchman on the wall as we have spent two full hours keeping you informed of the latest on uh, Hurricane Laura. As she is now uh, moving into, uh, uh, heading toward Memphis from Little Rock, Arkansas. Four people have been killed all by trees. One a young girl was uh, killed in her home by a falling tree. She's still a very strong tropical storm. Winds at 50 miles an hour. And it wasn't until just before lunchtime that uh, she, uh, you know, left her grip a little bit and became a a tropical storm down from this powerful hurricane. Tell you what, Cat 5, excuse me, Cat 4, just shy of Cat 5, 150 mile an hour sustained winds. I think, what is it, 157, 155 You get into the Cat 5 category, but she was a monster. Still waiting to see uh, what the uh, storm surge is, but I can tell you that... uh, Uh, A lot of trees are down. Thousands and thousands of people are without power, reminding you that a 40 mile an hour plus wind can topple a pine tree. And so as we saw up in the panhandle a couple of years ago, uh, all of the first responders, the power power companies had trouble getting in there. Why? Well, because there were too many trees that were down across the roads and all those pine trees took out the wires as well. So that's what we're going to uh, be uh, dealing with for the next few days. Also, if anybody was foolish enough to ride this monster out in some of those lowland areas, uh, as they go through checking structures, which is part of what the emergency first responders will do, we'll see if, uh, if the casualty count is going to increase because of those that, quite frankly, made a foolish decision to, to stay home. Well, this hour, we're going to let you hear from the Vice President of the United States. Last night, he was the keynote speaker at the Republican National Convention. And for those of you that are joining me this afternoon who are evangelicals, who are followers of Jesus Christ, you know that Mike Pence and Karen Pence, his wife, they are our brothers and sisters in Christ and uh, he has been a very, very dependable uh, lieutenant to the President of the United States, Donald Trump, and he has been steadfast in his counsel, steadfast in his Christian witness, as has been evidenced over the last three and a half years. So I think it is fitting that uh, we are going to showcase his speech right here on AM 570 and 910 this hour. And for those of you who uh, accepted my invitation from the last hour, that we're listening on one of our answer stations. We welcome you over to uh, our Faith Talk platform uh, this afternoon. Uh, If you're just joining me, I want to tell you that the Republican National Convention has been a huge success all three nights. And the needle is moving, uh, especially among independents. You know, they're polling every night. And while the Democrats stood by during their convention last week in Milwaukee, and virtually said nothing as anarchists and Marxists and revolutionaries in these far left-leaning Democrat-controlled cities continued to destroy property. It was crickets. And I want to tell you that today, finally, Joe Biden sends a, or yesterday or today, sends that tweet out, hey, violence doesn't solve anything. What took the vice president so long? What took the Democrat Party so long? And now he's... Now he's uh, said, hey, if I can come help, I'll go to Kenosha, Washington, where we've seen the the, the violence the last few nights. Well, uh, President Trump, uh, the National Guard has been called in. President Trump has sent uh, federal uh, help there on behalf of the request of the Democrat governor uh, there uh, in Wisconsin. And uh, I want to tell you, the polling is showing it's too little, too late and people are waking up, I think, people are waking up to the, the, the contrasting issues between the Democrat platform and uh, where Donald Trump has taken the country on the issues and where he will continue to move this country on the issues. And so um, I tell you what, tonight's going to be uh, something else. He will be speaking tonight from the lawn of the White House. Um, right there where you always see the shots of uh, Marine One, the helicopter coming in and landing on the White House grounds. Uh, You know that uh, as you look out toward the vista from uh, the White House, that's where you have a clear view of the Washington Monument. And just to the side of that, (coughs) a little further out, you see the Jefferson Memorial. That will be the landscape that President Trump will be facing tonight as he will be on that lawn in front of a live audience and uh, this is going to be culminating four nights of the extravaganza, as I said it would be earlier in this week, because Donald Trump uh, knows a little bit about television, knows a little bit about production, and uh, had that, uh, you know, that uh, TV show called The Apprentice. And so uh, I guarantee you that uh, every aspect of every moment, every speaker, every message, all of that uh, was at the personal touch of the president and it shows. Our phone lines will be open at 877-943- 9673. Now we're going to have to do the vice president's speeches and take time out for a commercial speech and take time out for a commercial break as uh, we're going to play it in its entirety because he is our our, our brother in Christ and that's about 37 minutes so we'll have to interrupt it with some commercial breaks. But now Let's go to uh, Fort McHenry, uh, historical place, historical place for America. The president and the first lady surprised the vice president and Karen Pence and those that that live audience that was gathered there. So let's take you to to the fort. And these are the comments from our vice president, Mike Pence, to the Republican National Convention and to all of America and the world.
6: Good evening, America. It's an honor to speak to you tonight from the hallowed hallowed grounds of Fort McHenry, the site of the very battle that inspired the words of our national anthem. Those words have inspired this land of heroes in every generation since. It was on this site 206 years ago when our young republic heroically withstood a ferocious naval bombardment from the most powerful empire on Earth. They came to crush our revolution, to divide our nation, and to end the American experiment. The heroes who held this fort took their stand for life, liberty, freedom, and the American flag. And those ideals have defined our nation. But they were hardly ever mentioned at last week's Democratic National Convention. Instead, Democrats spent four days attacking America. Joe Biden said that we were living through a season of darkness. But as President Trump said, Where Joe Biden sees American darkness, we see American greatness. In these challenging times, our country needs a president who believes in America, who believes in the boundless capacity of the American people to meet any challenge, defeat any foe, and defend the freedoms we hold dear. America needs four more years of President Donald Trump in the White House. Before I go further, allow me to say a word to the families and communities in the path of Hurricane Laura. Our prayers are with you tonight. And our administration is working closely with authorities in the states that will be impacted. FEMA has mobilized resources and supplies for those in harm's way. This is a serious storm, and we urge all those in the affected areas to heed state and local authorities. Stay safe and know that we'll be with you every step of the way to support, rescue, respond, and recover in the days and weeks ahead. That's what Americans do. Four years ago, I answered the call to join this ticket because I knew that Donald Trump had the leadership and the vision to make America great again. And for the last four years, I've watched this President endure unrelenting attacks but get up every day and fight to keep the promises that he made to the American people. So with gratitude for the confidence President Donald Trump has placed in me, the support of our Republican Party, and the grace of God. I humbly accept your nomination to run and serve as Vice President of the United States. Serving the American people in this office has been a journey I never expected. It's a journey that would not have been possible without the support of my family, beginning with my wonderful wife, Karen. She's a lifelong school teacher, an incredible mother to our three children. And she is one outstanding Second Lady of the United States. I'm so proud of you. And we couldn't be more proud of our three children. Marine Corps Captain Michael J. Pence and his wife Sarah. Our daughter Charlotte Pence Bond, an author, and the wife to Lieutenant Henry Bond, who is currently deployed and serving our nation in the United States Navy.
7: All right, we're going to be right back in just a moment. Uh, We're going to pick up uh, the Vice President's comments from right there. We're going to play them in their entirety. He was at uh, Fort McHenry last night uh, giving his speech to the Republican National Convention and to the world. We'll have more of the Vice President's speech next in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
13: Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking
14: extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com.
3: For service like it ought to be fair.
0: Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump. Takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump. Watch now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com.
1: got again, got please again,
10: I need,
7: you. Oh, I need you. walking down the stairs and road. And we're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show and uh, special Encore presentation this afternoon. Only an Encore presentation from last night, this is the first time we have aired it. But uh, Mike Pence, vice president, was the keynote speaker on, on day number three of the Republican National Convention. And he made his uh, remarks from uh, Fort McHenry uh, there with uh, Karen Pence, his wife uh, in the audience, and a surprise visitor, the president of the United States and the first lady, Donald Trump, with uh, Melania. Uh, they were there to hear the vice president's comments. Let's take you back to Fort uh... mchenry and this is uh... what the republican national convention uh... folks heard as well as all across america and the world we will pick it up from the last break
6: no doubt how president trump sees america he sees america for what it is a nation that has done more good in this world than any other a nation that deserves far more gratitude than grievance and if you want a president who falls silent when our heritage is demeaned or insulted. He's not your man. Now, we came by very different routes to this partnership. And some people think we're a little bit different. (laughs) But, you know, I've learned a few things watching him. Watching him deal with all that we've been through over the past four years. He does things in his own way, on his own terms. Not much gets past him. And when he has an opinion, he's liable to share it. (laughs) He's certainly kept things interesting. But more importantly, President Donald Trump has kept his word to the American people. In a city known for talkers, President Trump is a doer, and few presidents have brought more independence, energy, or determination to that office. Four years ago, we inherited a military hollowed out by devastating budget cuts, an economy struggling to break out of the slowest recovery since the Great Depression. ISIS controlled a land mass twice the size of Pennsylvania, And we witnessed a steady assault on our most cherished values, freedom of religion, and the right to life. That's when President Donald Trump stepped in. And from day one, he kept his word. We rebuilt our military. This President signed the largest increase in our national defense since the days of Ronald Reagan, and created the first new branch of our armed forces in 70 years, the United States Space Force. And with that renewed energy, we also returned American astronauts to space on an American rocket for the first time in nearly 10 years. And after years of scandal that robbed our veterans of the care that you earned in the uniform of the United States, President Trump kept his word again. We reformed the VA, and Veterans Choice is now available for every veteran in America. Our armed forces and our veterans fill this land of heroes. And many join us tonight in this historic fort. Tonight, we have among us four recipients of the Medal of Honor. Six recipients of the Purple Heart. A gold star mother of a gallant Navy SEAL. and wounded warriors from Soldier Strong, a group that serves our injured veterans every day. We are honored by your presence, and we thank you for your service. With heroes just like these, we defend this nation every day. And under this Commander-in-Chief, we've taken the fight to radical Islamic terrorists on our terms, on their soil. Last year, American armed forces took the last inch of ISIS territory, crushed their caliphate, and took down their leader without one American casualty. And I was there. When President Trump gave the order to take out the world's most dangerous terrorist, Iran's top general will never harm another American because Qasem Soleimani is gone. My fellow Americans, you deserve to know, Joe Biden criticized President Trump following those decisions, decisions to rid the world of two terrorist leaders. But it's not surprising, because history records that Joe Biden even opposed the operation that took down Osama bin Laden. It's no wonder that the Secretary of Defense under the Obama-Biden administration once said that Joe Biden has been, and I quote, wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. So we've stood up to our enemies and we've stood with our allies. Like when President Trump kept his word and moved the American embassy to Jerusalem, the capital of the state of Israel, setting the stage for the first Arab country to recognize Israel in 26 years. Closer to home, We appointed more than 200 conservative judges to our federal courts. We supported the right to life and all the God-given liberties enshrined in our Constitution, including the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. And when it came to the economy, President Trump kept his word and then some. We passed the largest tax cut and reform in American history. We rolled back more federal red tape than any administration ever had. We unleashed American energy and fought for free and fair trade. And in our first three years, businesses, large and small, created more than 7 million good-paying jobs, including 500,000 manufacturing jobs all across America. Our country became a net exporter of energy for the first time in 70 years. Unemployment rates for African Americans and Hispanic Americans hit the lowest level ever recorded.
7: And All right, we'll 100... leave it there. We'll pick the, uh, the speech up by the vice president at that mark coming up uh, in the next segment. Uh, we're listening in its entirety to the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. Have that coming up in just a moment. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
21: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Laura is now a tropical storm making its way through Arkansas after slamming Louisiana with hurricane-force winds of 150 miles an hour. The system hit the area around Lake Charles, Louisiana, early this morning, shearing off roofs and killing four people, all of them losing their lives when trees fell into their homes. It carved a destructive path hundreds of miles inland. It's the most powerful storm to hit the U.S. this year. More than 875,000 people are without power. Not long after daybreak gave the first glimpse of the destruction, a massive plume of smoke visible for miles began rising from a chemical plant. Police say the leak was at a facility run by Biolab, which manufactures chemicals used in household cleaners and chlorine powder for pools. On Wall Street, the Dow by 160 points. The Nasdaq dropped 40, the S&P up by 6. This is SRN News.
4: For more than 20 years... If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off.
22: If we've learned anything during these turbulent times, it's that all human life has intrinsic value, worthy of love, care, and protection, and that includes life in the womb. That's why at this pivotal time, Focus on the Family is standing up to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. That's the word HEARTBEAT to 72000. Learn more at focusonthefamily.com see life
11: we've always had villains to face bad guys to take down
13: but you you are the most horrible of all we're not here because we have to be
11: we're here because we've had enough of you
13: we all have the power to do
0: something to stand up to cancer every single one of us is mortal
11: but inside of us we're all heroes
0: so stand up with us stand up to
8: fight
11: stand up to cancer Visit StandUpToCancer.org
15: to learn more.
2: Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testified to me, enlightened
5: and prompted by my spirit. So, Pastor, what does that connect? The connection is Simon Peter received it through his conscience, working with the Holy Spirit.
2: Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com.
7: All right, we're going to come right back, because if you've been listening, you know that we are bringing you the live, the comments last night of Vice President Joe Biden to the Republican National Convention and to America and the World from Fort McHenry. Uh, we'll pick up his comments where we left off just before the commercial break.
6: When the coronavirus struck from China, before the first case of the coronavirus spread within the United States, the President took unprecedented action and suspended all travel from China, the second largest economy in the world. Now, that action saved untold American lives. And I can tell you firsthand, it bought us invaluable time to launch the greatest national mobilization since World War II. President Trump marshaled the full resources of our federal government from the outset, He directed us to forge a seamless partnership with governors across America in both political parties. We partnered with private industry to reinvent testing and produce supplies that that were distributed to hospitals around the land. Today, we're conducting more than 800,000 tests a day, and we have coordinated the delivery of billions of pieces of personal protective equipment for our amazing doctors, nurses, and healthcare workers. We saw to the manufacture of 100,000 ventilators in 100 days, and no one who required a ventilator was ever denied a ventilator in the United States. We built hospitals, surged military medical personnel, and enacted an economic rescue package that saved 50 million American jobs. as we speak, we're developing a growing number of treatments known as therapeutics, including convalescent plasma that are saving lives all across America. Now, last week, Joe Biden said that no miracle is coming. Well, what Joe doesn't seem to understand is that America is a nation of miracles. And I'm proud to report that we're on track to have the world's first safe, effective coronavirus vaccine by the end of this year. After all the sacrifice, in this year like no other, all the hardship, we're finding our way forward again. But tonight, our hearts are with all the families who've lost loved ones and have family members still struggling with serious illness. In this country, we mourn with those who mourn. We grieve with those who grieve. And this night, I know that millions of Americans will pause and pray for God's comfort for each of you. You know, our country doesn't get through such a time unless its people find strength within. The response of doctors, nurses, first responders, farmers, factory workers, truckers, and everyday Americans who put the health and safety of their neighbors first has been nothing short of heroic. (applause) Veronica Sayez put on her scrubs every day, day in and day out, went to work in one of New York City's busiest hospitals. She stayed on the job, put in the long hours until it was done, and then got back in her neighborhood and help neighbors and friends struggling. Her brother William is a New York City firefighter, and they're both emblematic of heroes all across this country. They're with us tonight, and I say to them and to all of you, you have earned the admiration of the American people, and we will always be grateful for your service and care. Thanks to the courage and compassion of the American people, We're slowing the spread. We're protecting the vulnerable. And we're saving lives. And we're opening up America again. Because of the strong foundation that President Trump poured in our first three years, we've already gained back 9.3 million jobs in the last three months alone. And we're not just opening up America again. We're opening up America's schools. And I'm proud to report that my wife, Karen, that school teacher I've been married to, will be returning to her classroom next week. And so to all of our heroic teachers and faculty and staff, thank you for being there for our kids. We're going to stay with you every step of the way. In the days ahead, as we open up America again, I promise you, we'll continue to put the health of America first. And as we work to bring this economy back, we all have a role to play, and we all have a choice to make. On November 3rd, you need to ask yourself, who do you trust to rebuild this economy? A career politician? who presided over the slowest economic recovery since the Great Depression, or a proven leader who created the greatest economy in the world. The choice is clear. To bring America all the way back, we need four more years of President Donald Trump in the White House. fellow Americans were passing through a time of testing. But in the midst of this global pandemic, just as our nation had begun to recover, we've seen violence and chaos in the streets of our major cities. President Trump and I will always support the right of Americans to peaceful protest. But rioting and looting is not peaceful protest. Tearing down statues is not free speech. And those who do so will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Last week, Joe Biden didn't say one word about the violence and chaos engulfing cities across this country. So let me be clear the violence must stop, whether in Minneapolis. Portland, or Kenosha. Too many heroes have died defending our freedom to see Americans strike each other down. We will have law and order on the streets of this country for every American of every race and creed and color. President Trump and I know that the men and women that put on the uniform of law enforcement are the best of us. Every day, when they walk out that door, they consider our lives more important than their own. People like Dave Patrick Underwood, an officer in the Department of Homeland Security's Federal Protective Service, who was shot and killed during the riots in Oakland, California. Dave's heroism is emblematic of the heroes that serve in blue every day. And we're privileged tonight to be joined by his sister, Angela. Angela, we say to you, we we grieve with your family. And America will never forget or fail to honor Officer Dave Patrick Underwood. The American people know we don't have to choose between supporting law enforcement and standing with our African-American neighbors to improve the quality of their lives, education, jobs, and safety. And from the first days of this administration, we've done both. And we will keep supporting law enforcement and keep supporting our African-American and minority communities across this land for four more years. Joe Biden says that America is systemically racist, and that law enforcement in America has, and I quote, an implicit bias against minorities. When asked whether he'd support cutting funding to law enforcement, Joe Biden replied, yes, absolutely. Joe Biden would double down on the very policies that are leading to violence in America's cities. The hard truth is, you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. And under President Trump, we will always stand with those who stand on the thin blue line, and we're not going to defund the police, not now, not ever. My fellow Americans, were passing through a time of testing, but soon we will come to a time for choosing. Joe Biden has referred to himself as a transition candidate, and many were asking, transition to what? But last week, Democrats didn't talk very much about their agenda, and if I were them, I wouldn't either. I mean, Bernie Sanders did tell his followers that Joe Biden would be the most liberal president in modern times. In fact, he said, and I quote, that many of the ideas he fought for that just a few years ago were considered radical are now mainstream in the Democratic Party. At the root of their agenda is the belief that America is driven by envy, not aspiration that millions of americans harbor ill will toward our neighbors
7: all right going to take a quick break we'll have some final comments from mike pence from last night republican national convention i'm bill bunkley be right back
11: it's gotta start
15: Hey, everybody, it's the captain here. Need a little more pep in your staff? Not eating enough of the right kind of foods? Not getting your daily requirement of fruits and vegetables either? Well, have I got a deal for you. It's called Balance of Nature and Fruits and Veggies. Now, for a limited time, you can save 35% at Balance of Nature. Just go to their website, balanceofnature.com. Use the product code RESULT or give them a call at 800-246-8751. To start feeling better, go to balanceofnature.com or give them a call at 800-246-8751. Use the product code RESULT, balanceofnature.com. Are you frustrated
8: with your child's school? It's time to consider Tampa Bay Christian Academy.
9: I love the teachers. I love the sports here, especially all the friends.
8: The teachers at Tampa Bay Christian Academy are dedicated, mature Christians who will teach your child the word through everyday learning experiences teachers are very committed to Christ. They give one-on-one attention to the students, and the students treat each other like family as well. And if you're concerned that your child is either struggling in their current school or is more advanced than their peers, Tampa Bay Christian Academy is the perfect fit.
10: I used to be in an intensive reading class, and now I'm actually dual enrolling in HCC for English classes. They've inspired me to do better for myself and for my future.
8: If you don't think you can afford a quality christian education for your son or daughter call tampa bay christian academy today at 813 3430 that's 813-3430-600 online at tbcarams.org
4: you pledged your life to serve you made sacrifices lost loved ones at va we don't see the falls you've taken we see the thousand times you've stood back up we embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see a path forward. We see all veterans. We see you. Learn how treatment works, and recovery is possible. Visit MakeTheConnection.net.
5: Hi, I'm Dennis Prager. Last year, I co-starred in a movie with Adam Carolla that warned you, my fellow Americans, about the current attack on free speech and free thought. Began in the universities, and I warned you it would be coming to your neighborhood and your workplace. I had no idea how soon. We now have leaders in media, big tech, the law, business, and government who no longer believe in free speech or the principles of freedom and liberty our founders gave us. If you and your family want to understand what is happening in our world and know how you can fight back to protect the people you love, you must watch No Safe Spaces. I promise you. A great movie. I use the word very carefully. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn the truth so you can defend your family and our country. Go to
0: nosafespaces.com. Pricker fans, use promo code TAMPA for 20% off. That's nosafespaces.com. Promo code
2: TAMPA. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs.
11: Without a proper understanding... Of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do
18: have.
2: Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
4: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
19: The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are, it's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. You're
7: my courage when I worry in the dirt of night. You're my I'm not We're back for the final segment here on the Bill Bunkley Show and uh, we've got some of the final comments last night uh, of Vice President Joe Biden addressing the Republican National Convention. We had to take some of the comments out in the middle because it was just too long. But let's go ahead and go back to uh, to the fort, Fort McEnary for McInerney, the final comments of Vice President Pence.
6: Biden would set America on a path of socialism and decline,
7: but we're not going to let
6: it happen. <laughs> President Donald Trump believes in America and in the goodness of the American people, the boundless potential of every American to live out their dreams in freedom and every day President Trump has been fighting to protect the promise of America. Every day, our President has been fighting to expand the reach of the American Dream. Every day, President Donald Trump has been fighting for you. And now it's our turn to fight for him. (laughs) On this night in the company of heroes, I'm deeply grateful. Deeply grateful for the privilege of serving as Vice President of this great nation, and to have the opportunity to serve again. I pray to be worthy of it, and I will give that duty all that's in me. In the year 2020, the American people have had more than our share of challenges. But thankfully, we have a president with the toughness, energy, and resolve to see us through. Now, those traits actually run in our national character. As the invading force learned on approach to this fort in September of 1814, against fierce and sustained bombardment, Our young country was defended by heroes, not so different from those who are with us tonight. The enemy was counting on them to quit, but they never did. Fort McHenry held, and when morning came, our flag was still here. My fellow Americans, we're going through a time of testing. But if you look through the fog of these challenging times, you will see our flag is still there today. That star-spangled banner still waves over the land of the free and the home of the brave. From these hallowed grounds, American patriots in generations gone by did their part to defend freedom. Now it's our turn. So let's run the race marked out for us. Let's fix our eyes on O oh, glory and all she represents. Let's fix our eyes on this land of heroes and let their courage inspire. And let's fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith and our freedom and never forget that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen. That means freedom always wins. My fellow Americans, thank you for the honor of addressing you tonight and the opportunity to run and serve again as your Vice President. I leave here today inspired. And I leave here today more convinced than ever that we will do in our time, as Americans have done throughout our long and storied past. We will defend our freedom and our way of life. We will re-elect our President and principled Republican leaders across the land. And with President Donald Trump in the White House for four more years, and with God's help, we will make America great again, again. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.
7: That was the Vice President, Mike Pence, and misspoke in my haste to get him uh, his final comments on the air. He's at uh, Fort McHenry. And that was uh, last night. Uh, That was his uh, Thursday, Wednesday night keynote speak, Republican National Convention. Uh, That was also heard across America and across the world. And a surprise guest last night was President Trump and the First Lady. And so that leads us to tonight. Tonight's going to be the big speech. President Donald Trump will keynote the closing of the 2020 Republican National Convention. We'll be listening in tonight. Plus, we'll have the president's full comments tomorrow on the Bill Bunkley show along with our regular segment uh, with Focus on the Family as well as with Movie Guide. Hey, it's been great to be with you today. Hope you've been informed if you were busy through the evening as we brought you the key speeches of the night. Until tomorrow at 3, I'm Bill Bunkley. Hope you have a wonderful, blessed evening. God bless and good afternoon. But
18: no one else can help me, Jesus can.